Hey, it's the Left Coasters podcast. I'm Dangles. I'm Brian. And I am Tony. And you can find the Left Coasters on Facebook as well as Instagram at the Left Coasters podcast. Always hit us up with your comments and your questions and we will get them on the show. Thank you for listening. Welcome, everyone, to week two of the Left Coasters quarterback rankings. We are in the offseason. Tony Cavallo, Brian the Ballerina, Balzarini, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio. Today is the official day of free agency beginning. Teams can talk to free agents and make their waivers and try to get people franchise tagged and traded and all that other stuff. It's happening right now. We are going to do a little bit of a free agency preview at the end of this show, talk about one guy we want to see the Chargers, the Rams, and our individual teams sign. We also have a friend calling in to talk about his team because they're in a very interesting position. But we're not going to cover these free agent uh, signings as they happen. We're going to let all the smoke clear and hit you with a free agency special in the beginning of April where we cover every free agent move, who won, who lost, who made successful moves, and who was terrible. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's our plan for the next few, few weeks. We have the coasters QB rankings today. We're going to jump right into them going through 40 to 33 today. If you're on this list, you're just on the edge of a starting quarterback to recap where we are so far from 54 to 41, Nathan Peterman, Mark Sanchez, Tyler Heineke, Taylor, Tyler, we don't know yet. Derek Anderson, Josh Johnson, Kyle Allen at 49, Jeff Driscoll somehow at 48, Colt McCoy, Blaine Gabbert, Sam I am Bradford, Cody Kessler at 44, Matt Barkley 43, Josh McCown 42, and Chase Daniel 41. Now at number 40. Drum roll, please. The beginning of the excellent backups. Number 40. Last year he came in at 38, fell two spots. C.J. Bathard out of San Francisco. I think this is a solid ranking. We were all pretty similar on this. Dangles had him a little bit higher at 36. C.J. Bathard, you're not going to win like many C- games. I you're like not going to C- lose many yeah, games. Yeah, you're not. I like C.J. I like C.J. Bathard. The next guy, however, is a man that has made millions of dollars playing quarterback and uh, has been ranked three times now on this list. He's fallen uh, a little bit. He was 33 two years ago. He was 40 last year. He comes in at 39, one step above. It's the Brockett ship, Brock Osweiler. Gentlemen, we were pretty similar on Brock Osweiler. If you have a team, let's say Tom Brady and the Patriots, Brian Horry doesn't make it next year, would you take Brock as your backup? The way he played last year, I, I'd think about it. I'd think long and hard, especially it's considering not terrible, especially right? considering that the next option is calling Danny Etling up from the practice squad. Yeah, so, so um, I, I think know. I think Brock deserves this spot right here. I think he deserves to be in the NFL because he might not be a starter. He might not be worth the millions that he's you been paid. You still can't teach but he's six playing. foot eight and an arm like that at quarterback. Like, Brock yeah. is you know? baby. I think you made a good point though. Yeah, uh, thirty eight. This guy, we got we got some explaining to do for this guy. Thirty eight. Last two seasons, he was ranked in this podcast as the twenty first overall quarterback 21st two years in a row fell all the way to 38 he landed in a job at the beginning of last year where he knew there was he was not the long-term answer to the quarterback problem except he was there and it didn't work out as it fell as fast as possible and he tumbled in these rankings Tyrod Taylor now 
Same question, Dangles. If Tom Brady and uh, Brian Horry decides to call it up and Tom Brady needs a backup, would you take Tyrod Taylor as your as in, in the New England Patriots? Probably over Brock Osweiler. Oh, yeah. no chance in hell. Probably, no chance probably in hell over for Brock me. Osweiler, yeah, totally. I think Tyrod Taylor needs a certain offense to be successful. I think the Brockett chip can run whatever offense you have. I don't think they're both good. I don't I don't think, you know, I just think if I'm need a backup, I'm going with the Brockett chip over Tyrod Taylor. Even though we've had him 21st overall the past two seasons, he was terrible last year. Yeah, he was. Downright I mean, terrible. I don't I don't know you could attribute that to a lot of things. I I don't think I, Tyrod Taylor won in Buffalo with teams that he shouldn't have won with. Yep. That gives me enough confidence that that maybe this was just he wasn't comfortable in Cleveland. He maybe he felt you know he he probably saw Baker Mayfield in his rear view mirror. He felt couldn't him creeping helped. up on him. You couldn't know what I helped. mean? Like yeah. I can't imagine that helps a guy as opposed to at a place like Buffalo where you're the only freaking thing they've got going for them, and he could be a confident quarterback yep. because you know you're going to be the reason why they win or lose that game. So Brian, you had uh, Dangles and I had T Rod around this uh, uh, area here. You had him ranked higher as 33rd. What makes him the number one backup in the league? I think he's one of the better backups in the league from the standpoint that he is. Uh, while not overly skilled at, at passing, he is uh, much better, I think, more accurate than Brock Osweiler. Yeah. I think the stats will, will, will show that. Um, but I also think he's more of a quarterback. Remember, this this is a leader-driven position. I think Tyrod, Tyrod Taylor uh, does more for your locker room than Brock Osweiler does. I think Brock Osweiler is not the guy that you get excited about. There were guys in the locker room for Cleveland that really liked Tyrod Taylor, yeah. who really root for him. When people when he left Buffalo, people were upset. They liked having him as, 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 a, as a part of the locker room. So, for me, Tyrod Taylor, uh, who wins games, who might be more suited for a particular style of offense, who would be great as a as a as a relief pitcher. You know what I mean? If, yeah, if injuries yeah, yeah, were to yeah. come up, if, yeah. I think Tyrod Taylor, once he gets in his mindset that he's not a starting quarterback and he starts resigning to the idea that he's got to help teams win um, by being a backup, I think it will it will suit him. Tyrod Taylor, 38 overall, 37th overall. This guy was ranked the past two seasons as well. In fact. He started every game in 2017 and 2018 for his two teams. 26th in 2017. We had him ranked 23rd in 2018. He falls all the way to 37, with Brian having him as low as 43. Brian, why do you hate Blake Bortles? Oh, I, I, if, <laughs> let me count the ways. If you want to me, want me to keep it succinct here, I think if you gave me Tyrod Taylor or Blake Bortles, I'd take Tyrod Taylor every day. Wow. Every wow, day. how the mighty have fallen. Every day. How the mighty have fallen. I think where Blake Bortles, remember, it's not like a snapshot no. of one year. No. Where Blake Bortles is right now is about as low as every quarterback who's come out of the Jacksonville Jaguars organization as a first over. Uh, by the way, third overall pick yep. in the draft. Yes, sir. A, a, much like a Blaine Gabbert. You know, has yep. been has, as we've seen very talented, physically talented. Yeah. But unfortunately, the damage that has been done to that man in terms of his psyche um, and where now, he's at now, I, I wouldn't trust him, you, you know, think, within 15 feet of my starting. Do you, do you position. think a new environment will help him or is he a lost cause? No, he, he can go to a place like Tampa Bay. Yeah. And I think he could get Bruce Arians as a, a um, starter mentor, again. take the spotlight off of him, yeah. get get a little weathered under his yeah. belt. You know, do I think he's a starting quarterback in this league? No, but I 
do believe he could be uh, a Josh McCown. Yeah. I think I think he could come in and, and provide some stability in your locker room. A Matt Castle, yeah. you know, uh, just God, very. That's, if that's your ceiling, that's tough. Matt think... Castle led the Patriots to an eleven and five season. He's not that bad. How led? How long ago? Himself that was led. seventeen years ago. That was in um, two thousand. That was in two thousand and eight. It was twelve years ago. Try again. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't think Blake Bortles uh, garners any really special uh, considerations for any starting position. Truly, it, would you want him within five feet of the starting position behind Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay? I'd like him better than Deshaun Kaiser. I wouldn't like him a lot better than Tyrod Taylor. Kaiser. Uh, I I really don't like Tyrod Taylor. I take Tyrod Taylor over Blake Bortles. Any day of the week. Uh, yeah. Well, hey, th- there you go. Blake Bortles, 37. 36, this guy was not on our rankings the past two seasons. He was dealing with injury. We all had him in this range. 35 through 37 of the, the, the rankings we've had for him. Ryan Tannehill. If you're Miami... Gotta go. What do you do here? You gotta go. You need an answer. You have a new head coach. You have the ability. There's rumors. I mean, it could have happened by the time we release this that they want to trade for Jacoby Brissett out of Indy. Uh, is Jacoby Brissett better than Ryan Tannehill? Do you go with Ryan Tannehill in the future? Do you wash him away? Is Ryan Tannehill should he be a QB in this league? I, I think he will be, whether he should be or not. I mean, that's a that's a you know that's would a subjective you, question. But would you would you uh, would you concede the idea that Ryan Tannehill is very similar to Blake Bortles in terms of like his where he started off in the league? The lack of production, the lack of success, the inconsistency, the just the general demeanor. Bortles is Bortles, I mean, Bortles is a more durable player than Ryan Tannehill is. Ryan I Tannehill, agree. Ryan Tannehill's injury prone. I would probably lean more towards Bortles because at least Bortles will be there for you for sixteen games. I do like, think and that's it. Wise. I do think Tannehill's more talented, but I don't think it's much more talented. Tannehill coming at 36, 35. This guy lit the world on fire in the first few weeks of the NFL this season. This guy came in right around these rankings the past two years, a forever backup. A Harvard graduate, 35th overall. It's Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, what number? What number? 34? Uh, 35th. 35th. Overall. Dangles had him higher at uh, at 30th overall. Brian had him a little bit low at 39, but 35th is where he lands, and I think that's true. I think he is an upper echelon backup in the NFL. Uh, I would want him over every other quarterback we've just mentioned to be my backup in the NFL. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He brings he brings intelligence to the to the QB room that I think attributes uh, uh, or says a lot to his um, I think uh, it's personality. I think to it's his personality. I do too. I agree. Um, and I mean, you you couldn't have expected anything more. How many years has he been in the league now, and he's still oh, a productive man. quarterback? He was on fire. The leading first the few NFL's years of the top passing offense <laughs> for a while this year. Like, I mean, ridiculous. It was like four weeks. It was, it was yeah, it but was not a short they period. They were still the best vertical offense in the NFL <laughs> for several it's, weeks. Like, it's nuts. In the same ridiculous. division as the Saints. Arguably, he's one of the reasons why Bruce Arians is in Tampa Bay. <laughs> he's just a weird person. And Ryan Fitzpatrick, 35th overall. Good for you, Rye Guy. 34th overall. This is the first quarterback on our list that started every game this past year. And he started, He was so good in those 16 starts that we ranked him in the backup area. Okay? That's where we find this guy. Uh, we do not differ a lot on him. Dangles was the only one to have him as a starter in his rankings. Uh, 2017, he came in ranked 22nd. 2018, 28th. Now, he's 34th, and it's the old man Eli Manning. Two-time Super Bowl winner Elijah Manning is coming in at 34th overall. Uh, The highest overall was Dangles at 29. I had him the lowest at 38th overall. That's, you know, arguable. I had him the bottom three of the starters, which is what I think he is in the NFL. The bottom three of starters. I don't know if he deserves to be a a starter. He is... 
He start. You just said he started all 16 games. Correct. By definition. No, no, no. That is We're a heading starter. Into next year. We're heading into heading next year. Heading into next year. Is he a starter? Should he be a starter Aren't on the one of 32 stuck teams? With his contract, I don't know that they can ditch him. Like it's kind of one of those. It's kind of one of those things where it's like the devil you know is better than the one you don't. And I don't know if that's they're true. they're prolonging and they're prolonging so the period. What are you doing here? I mean, I mean, I mean. Look, you know, are they gonna do they take you know Haskins out of Ohio State? Is that you know a possibility that he he lands there? Do they wait a little bit and go go with um, what's his face out of out of uh, West Virginia? Greer. Uh, Will Greer or you know, or do they do like it that. in like, free agency? Or or do or do they do it in free agency? And and who in free agency? Who in the world are they gonna? Maybe Teddy. They gonna go after Teddy Bridgewater? Maybe. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him to be my starter. Wherever those guys land, you know, down the list as we get closer to those picks, uh-huh. will will probably be an indication of where they should go. Yeah. Uh, but unfortunately, the problem is they're still stuck with a guy who is again to Dangle's point. If you want to put him at thirty three or twenty nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. if you want to put him at thirty eight, thirty nine. There, that, that, the the problem is still there. Yeah. That he's still a heavy cap casualty. Yeah. He is a drain on your on your resources. I'd just be mad if the, all that money is just sitting on my bench doing nothing. Like especially since I know that he can be he's productive. Not winning and games he's, for you. It's though. not that you know, but it's and it's not that he doesn't have the. I mean, I guess it's just like I see why Giants fans are like, we can't just keep going back to the same. <laughs> it's the a band aid that's got over and over again yeah. and making the same mistake over and over again and expecting different results. And it's a ba- like people and it's a, say that's the definition of insanity. And you know? it's a band aid <laughs> they gotta pull. They just have to rip the band aid and start bringing somebody in that. They truly yep. want to groom. Now it's it's a it's a tough position, and I'm not sure draft, free agency, whoever it's going to be. Start right, transitioning. At the end of the last episode, Tony, uh, last week, uh, you said that number 33 was going to surprise us. So yeah, uh, no, we are we have arrived now at number 33. We're here. So please enlighten us. Why is number 33? Because I'm looking at now who I had at uh, number 33 on, on my list. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm just saying I'm looking at who I had at number 33, and it's somebody I wish I didn't have to have put at number 33 oh, on my not, list. You have explaining to do for your 33rd overall. Raw, but that is sure. later in, sure, in that's, the podcast. And that's, that's fine. That is later in the podcast. And you also stay on the hot seat because you have the explaining to do for this man who came in at 33rd. Because out of all the rankings we've did, again, we make these rankings, the three of us make it individually, we put it all together, we combine it and see where they land. The difference is, is what surprised me. We had Ryan Tannehill a few picks ago. The highest he ran- was ranked individually was 35th, the lowest was 37th. We all thought the same of him, no matter what. This guy... 28 spots of difference in the individual rankings for this quarterback. And Dangles, putting him at 50th overall, shot him so far down the rankings that he ends up at 33rd overall. The number one backup in the league should not be a starter, according to Dangles. Dangles is saying he shouldn't be in the league. He should be an AAF MVP. Why do you hate Teddy Bridgewater, Matt D'Angelo Did you watch him? In week seventeen, or were you watching a different football? No, game I watched him. Keep going. I, I want to know. No, fiftieth. I, I just I don't think that he is. We are fiftieth again. So little to bank on. So little to bank on. He played nothing. He played very little in his career before he destroyed his knee. Uh-huh. Uh, that uh, a career, an injury that should have probably ended his career. Uh-huh. He barely plays with the Jets. He barely plays with the Saints. What am I what am I supposed to put my what eggs? What basket am I supposed to put my eggs in? You here, want to Tony? put your basket in the Driscoll? You want to put your eggs in the Driscoll basket? Yeah, cuz then... I've seen more of Jess Driscoll. Oh. He can be consistent. Oh. Teddy Bridgewater is walking on, you know, is having his knee held together with pins <laughs> and he, you know, he he again, uh, he was terrible in week 17 he with was, the Saints. He was not He was yeah. absolutely he atrocious. He was playing with the backups. Why, so so why why does he deserve to be higher than guys that went out there 
there and proved themselves and have actually shown but, that they can run an NFL offense, which Teddy Bridgewater still hasn't done. I think I think uh, because of what he did pre-injury and because of what he was set up to do pre-injury, he is much better than the 50th overall quarterback. That Week 17 game for the Saints was atrocious, but he was playing with backups and nobody on that team cared to win that game. Nobody beside Taysom Hill, I should say, cared to win that game that day. Teddy Ball game had a off, uh, bad showing for sure. His team didn't help him. 50th overall yeah, is disgusting. 50th, 50th is, is absolutely he's, disgusting. He's, he's not that good. Sorry. Uh, I think he's a starter. I absolutely think he's a starter in this league. I thought I ranked him too low. I had him 25th overall. Brian had him 22nd overall. Brian, why do you think Teddy Ballgame wow. is a low-tier starter in this league? If you asked me, line them all up. They're healthy. They're ready to go. That if it were, And again, this is post-injury, so I'm taking that into consideration, of yep. course. But yes. if you lined up the usual bottom suspects, uh, the Andy Daltons, the Jameis Winston's, the, the Mariotas, yeah. the Blake Bortles, the Derek Carrs, the Case motherfucking Keenums. <laughs> I'm picking Teddy Bridgewater because, A, I saw a great sample in the preseason. He was the number one quarterback in preseason. He was picked up by Sean Payton because Sean is is viewing him as a, as a stopgap or, at the very least, a future potential answer to Drew Brees. Yeah. Uh, and and that, sa- that says all I need to say uh, about his caliber of play. Now, I agree with Dangles. Do we need a larger sample size? We do, but I have faith in him more than I have faith in guys who have given me five, eight, nine seasons of play and have done dick. Yeah. Done dick. Teddy Bridgewater got the Minnesota Vikings to the playoffs. This was before they were relevant. Yes. So Teddy Bridgewater has what I, I a good skill set, but what I would like to say is he has the X factor in being a leader. That that weighs heavy with me we, because there are a number of guys, which we will go through, of course, that don't have the physical attributes that he has, and certainly don't have the acumen and the and the leadership skills that he has. No, I agree with you. That we talked about it with Tyrod Taylor. You guys said people loved him in Buffalo, loved playing for him. It was the same thing in Minnesota with Teddy Bridgewater. People loved playing for Teddy Bridgewater, and I do think that matters. I'm fine with him saying he's too high to be 22nd or 25th. I'd be fine with having that argument. Saying he's 50th is a, just a he's definitely is, the, is a is an offense. He's definitely the guy. I think this time next year will be in a completely different category. Well, he'll either be higher or, or he'll be way lower. lower. Yep, and it's going to be decided because it's going to be in free agency. He will be able to decide where he goes. He might stay with the Saints. He might like it there. That's very I, true. I, that would not be a he bad. He might bad be the choice. guy that replaces Eli Manning. In New York, uh, you know where I in New York. You know where I think he unfortunately lands. You're hearing it first. I think he goes to Washington. Well, that's an option too, and we will cover that after the break when we have noted left coaster, uh, fill-in host, New York Giant fan Alex Alche is calling in to talk about Eli Manning, where he ranks on the list, to talk about Teddy Bridgewater, and if there's an answer in the draft for the Giants. And we will also do a little free agency preview for the three of us talking about the Rams and the Chargers coming up next. All right, ladies and gentlemen, as promised, the left coasters have brought in a guest. The only guest we allow to talk about the New York Giants on this podcast. We just did 40 through 32 on the left coasters quarterback rankings. And Alex Alche is here to talk about his man, Eli Manning, and how the left coasters ranked him at 34th overall. Welcome back to the show, Alex Alche. 34th, not even a starter. That is accurate that is accurate Thank that you. is where we are i heard that you made a quarterback list yourself you felt left out and you wanted to join the party where did you put eli manning on your individual list i did and i put eli at 29 right under sam darnold but uh <laughs> um yeah i mean he deserves to be at the bottom of the barrel maybe still on the fringe of a starting quarterback he's just 
at the end of his road. Yes. He's been at the end of his road. I've been calling for his head for the past three years, and we still have him. He's probably still going to start for us next year. Well, that's the thing I wanted to talk about next because there are options. You guys are in a good tra- draft position, the draft obviously being later in April. You guys also have some money to spend in free agency, and there are some free agent quarterbacks available, including the man that we put at number 33 overall, Teddy Bridgewater, 33rd overall because Dangles shot him in the back of the head as Brian and I tried to rank him higher. Would you take Teddy Bridgewater? Also, would you look at paying Nick Foles an exorbitant amount of money to come to New York, or do you want to build through the draft and you like someone there? Well, here's the thing. I love someone in the draft, but we're not going to go after the guy I want in the draft because we're very, very safe. That would be Kyler Murray. But yeah. I'm going to I'm going to digress and say, what I think is going to happen is that we are going to get someone like a Teddy Bridgewater. I would be fine with going after Teddy Bridgewater and give, having him be like a stopgap between Eli and whoever the next guy is. Yeah. Um, I think that we more than likely are just going to end up going after Dwayne Haskins and get another very, very middling pocket passer who probably isn't going gonna, isn't gonna to be the guy because that's not where the NFL is going. Okay. All right. So you don't like it, but would you be okay with a uh, maybe a paying Nick Foles twenty million a year to be there along with Eli? It's a band aid for a bullet wound. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have to create an offense that works for him. Even if it works for him, it would probably work for Eli. So I don't think it's worth it. Okay. All right. So you're stuck between a rock and a hard place. Uh, do you agree with Teddy Bridgewater being thirty third overall? I think he has a. I think he has a possibility of being. If he starts, he's going to be in the top thirty-two. I'll give you that. But I don't. I mean, I don't see him really getting an option to. Here you go, kid. You've been you've been hurt, and you played a half a game with the Saints and looked like crap. Here's the keys to the castle. You Thank know, I, you. I don't see that happen. On a scale of one to an absolute idiot, do you? Where do you put Dangles for ranking Teddy Bridgewater fiftieth overall? <laughs> That's pretty ridiculous, Dangles. Um, no, I would it's put not. Him, I put it honestly. I think I put him at like at thirty four, like fringe starter as well. I think he's better than a lot of the other backups in in the, in the league right now, and I think he has a shot given the opportunity to get his you rest. You just said he's only played one game. How do you know? I'm saying he has he has the skill set, and he and he has the mobility to ah, have the ability to finally you know show his stuff, but he hasn't been able to. And when he was on, when he was on uh, the Vikings, he was excellent. So I'd love to see him get that opportunity, but I don't think he's going to get it. So before we move on to free agency and we talk about the Rams and the Chargers for a little bit, you made your own quarterback list. Who do you have as the number one overall quarterback in the NFL? The number one overall quarterback in the NFL is 100% Patrick Mahomes. It's just no question. Okay, he he has a chance to unseat the past two years unanimous number one overall in the left coast's rankings, Tom Brady, but Alex Alche putting his flag behind Patrick Mahomes. All right, so gentlemen, Brian, Dangles, Alche, feel free to chime in here. Free agency has begun. We are in free agency right now. It has opened up on March 13th. We are here. The Rams and the Chargers both have some flexibility and some moves to make. The Chargers past few years have been a little bit more tame than the Los Angeles Rams have. The Rams have thrown it all against the wall saying we are in win-now mode. You guys know the mindsets of these two teams. Let's start with the Rams. What's the one player that you would like to see the Rams pursue in free agency? Again, we are going to tackle all of free agency in April when all the smoke is cleared and everyone has been signed. We will attack at them, but, but let's get a little bit of a taste, a little bit of a preview Brian, who do you want the Rams to go after? I would really like them to go after um, Dante Fowler. 
Uh, oh god damn it. I I say that because the 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 Rams really truly would be best to continue to put resources into their defense. Mm. I think their offense is set, but having a guy like Dante Fowler who had a really good season for them, played in a really, you know, played a really strong role in that in that defensive scheme. There aren't there aren't too many players uh, out on the market right now that I think can be plug and play right away for the Rams and be a cost affordable uh, choice because right now they don't have a lot of cap space. They don't have yeah. a lot to yes, work with. Correct. So I think Dante Fowler will will take a, a home you know a home discount, which is not really a discount when you consider his value, but a pretty uh, uh, less than he would otherwise. Uh, for a team like Buffalo or, or Cleveland, et cetera, um, or Detroit for that matter, uh, and, and stay in Los Angeles. And I think make and, and at least give them something to look forward to um, uh, having on the defensive line next to uh, Aaron Donald. I think Dante Fowler is a diamond dozen player, but that's who Brian wants to sign. Dangles, who do you want the Rams to go after? Well, you talked about uh, taking a home discount. I think this is a slam dunk. Anthony Barr, how about a linebacker to beef up that defense a little that would bit? Be Anthony fun. Barr that from, would be fun. from Pasadena, went to school in Pasadena. Went to school at UCLA. He's from Southern California. He wants clearly going to want to go and play for a team that's going to be a contender, a guy of his stature at the outside linebacker position. He can yep. play rush. He can drop back in coverage. I really and he's, like that. And he's six foot five, guys. Think yeah. about that at the linebacker position. That's something that you can't teach. I love Anthony Barr to help become. Uh, not that he would replace a guy like Samson Ebukam or Corey Littleton. I think they're both excellent linebackers. Help. And in a three-four system, you're you're going to have four guys who are linebackers out on the field anyway. So I think he'd be a veteran presence. I think he would be a stabilizing pref- uh, a presence, I should say. Um, and I think he fills a hole they don't have. Not only is he from here and he played here, he once hit on your fiance. He did once hit on my fiance it's, it's a long a, time ago. Ew. Bring him home. Bring him home. Alche, you heard both of them. Dante Fowler, the case for Dante Fowler, the case for Anthony Barr. Who do you think the Rams should go after? I like both of those players, and I think they have a good shot at Anthony Barr because apparently the Vikings just don't want him. Yeah. Um, but I think uh, throwing their hat into the ring for someone like a Justin Houston might be really helpful. Uh, he's an absolute beast and was probably the best player on that line for the Chiefs last year, and I think he would be a great addition to the team. That'd be tough. That's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. We'll see if it works. The Chargers are up next. Brian, let's go to you again. The Chargers, again, have been a little bit more tame than the Rams, but they're right on the precipice. They are right there. If it wasn't for the Chiefs, they'd be uh, the lock to win their division next year. They're that good of a team. They're returning almost everybody. Who do you want to see become a Charger? Roger Saffold, offensive lineman from the Rams. Rams. I think shoring up that offensive line, much better than they have been in the last couple of years, but they still ranked bottom uh, of the league yeah. in, in offensive uh, line production. Yeah. Uh, I believe their guards uh, and tackles all uh, outside of um, uh, outside of Pouncey were ranked in the in the top fifty uh, or sixty, yeah, which good. is not good. Not good. Um, I think that leads to Melvin Gordon production. Yeah. I lead. I think that leads to better protection for Philip Rivers, who got absolutely trounced by the New England Patriots. Yeah. Uh, so I think having Roger Saffold would be a huge piece to that puzzle. They've got receivers. They got running backs. Let's keep building that offensive line out and 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 give Philip Rivers what he deserves. And, and that defense, I think, is coming along. I think they can improve in the draft. Uh, but I think that would that would be a huge one. I like that. I like Roger Saffold leaving L.A. for L.A. Dan- Bengals, 
Who do you got the Chargers going after? Uh, you know, I like the Saffold pick. He's he's going to be t- thir- turning 31 this season, so getting up there, getting up there a little bit, definitely something to consider. I'm going back to the linebacker position for the Chargers as well. I like either C.J. Mosley or K.J. Wright for this uh, uh, Chargers linebacking core. Again, uh, uh, would be helping to shore up a hole. C.J. Mosley, K.J. Wright, guys who have been part of excellent defenses. I think they're attainable. I think they're both, you know, I could see them going to either of these teams. Yeah. They want to win right away. Uh, and again, it would help, you know, they don't really need their a lot of edge rushers out there like Demarcus Lawrence and and D Ford and Frank Clark, uh Trey Flowers who's an interior lineman but he can play the edge for you yeah. if you need to. Um you know, they have two great edge rushers already. They don't really need to 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 get another guy to play on the edge. I think it would help to shore up that young linebacker uh, backing core with Duchenne Nwosu that's kind of uh, uh the leader of that group yeah. and um and, and like, help them there. I like the KJ Wright pick because I think he'd be miles cheaper than CJ Mosley. Oh, for sure, and yeah. And KJ Wright's a solid player. I would love to see a C.J. Mosley in a Green Bay Packer uniform as well. Uh, uh, Alche, you heard the case for an offensive guard and another middle linebacker for the Chargers. What way do you want to see the Chargers go? I think the Chargers need to uh, build on the defensive tackle. Um, I think going after someone who's not going to be too expensive, who had a couple great years and then has been kind of just a solid guy, someone like a Sheldon Richardson, Mm. um, I think is pretty great, and they need someone who can attack the football, and I think that he is the guy. Okay, uh, before we let you go, Alche, your Giants have some – they got to fix something. They got a lot of holes on that team. It looks like Landon Collins is going to be leaving in free agency. We talked about the quarterbacks. Is there anyone you want to keep your eye on to see in Big Blue? First of all, I don't think I don't think Landon Collins is going to leave. I think he's pulling a Le'Veon Bell, and it's the most annoying thing in the fucking world. <laughs> um, but I think I mean I literally have a list that I've been making for about a month now of defensive end, safety, center, right tackle, offensive line, and quarterback is what we need. Uh, That's so a lot of positions, <laughs> endless. But I think I really think uh, one of the biggest things is probably right tackle, and I'll th- I think we're going to end up with with uh, Daryl Williams. Uh, from 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 uh, from Carolina solely because of the Gettleman uh, connection. connection. Yeah, and uh, and I think someone like Demarcus Lawrence on defensive end is going to be really helpful for us. We need to build that defense and we there need is, to build that offensive line. There is a lot of defensive pieces that are going to be moving around the NFL this year and coming in the draft too. With all those young guys getting ready to be drafted, it's going to be interesting to see where all these guys lands. And some people like Ziggy Ansah might be playing for a contract. He. It's just so undervalued because of how much stuff there is on the market right now. But thank you for calling in to the Left Coasters QB Rankings, the second show of a foursome. You're here for the Free Agency Podcast. My man, you have the worst starter in all of football. Congratulations with Eli Manning. Is there any hope for your team? If uh, Eli Manning somehow gets the flu for the entire season and we end up going with Kyle Lawletta, other than that, we're kind of screwed. He did start all 16 games last year. Eli Manning, thank you for calling in, Alex Alche. All right, man. Mike. All right, and that is it for the Left Coasters podcast, the second edition, QBs 40 through 33. Next week, we will be doing the bottom tier of starters, 32 through 17. If your quarterback is there... And there are some surprises. You are in trouble and not winning a Super Bowl anytime soon. We will hit you up next week. Thank you for listening. Tony Cavallo, Matthew Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, Brian the Ballerina, Balzarini. And as always, ram it.
I'm Ken Harbaugh, host of Warriors in Their Own Words, a podcast that presents the unvarnished, unsanitized truth of what we have asked of those who defend this nation. As a country, we need these stories more than ever. Stories from Americans who have borne the battle, including 30-year-old remastered interviews with veterans from World War I recounting their time in the trenches of Europe, and with veterans from World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and from our most recent conflicts in Iraq, Afghanistan, and other battlefields Americans may never have heard of. Hear their stories by listening to Warriors in Their Own Words wherever you find podcasts.